Merry Christmas, everybody. So a word of welcome to you if uh, you're visiting St. Patrick's tonight. You're in the oldest continuously functioning church of any kind in Portland. Been here since 1889, and we're thriving. So, you know, if, you wanna, if you're interested in really living the Catholic faith and getting your heart healed, this is the place for you. Welcome to you. This Christmas, or really any Christmas, it seems like one of the only times of the year, maybe the only time of the year, where everybody at least stops and acknowledges that something is going on. It's quasi-universal. Even if they don't celebrate it, they acknowledge it in some kind of way. Tip of the hat to winter hot time or family or thankfulness or something. But we as Catholics, we have decided to follow Jesus, uh, take a different route. If you've been here for Advent, you know that last four weeks we've just been going back to the basics and we've tried to answer two basic questions. Why does anything exist and why are we Catholic? And the reason that we do that here in Advent is simple, this time that leads up to Christmas. We want to know to the core of our being what the birth of Jesus means. Because celebrating the birth of Jesus doesn't make much sense out of context. And that's true of everything, right? If you've ever had the soul-crushing experience of seeing somebody that was super excited to see you, and they were like, hi, and you are like, hi, and then you realize they were looking at somebody behind you. Like, you know that context is important. The context gives you the intention of the actor, of the one whose action we're talking about. So what's the context of Jesus' birth? The context of Jesus' birth is actually something that can be observed right now. All we got to do is look at the world, this world that we live in. War, famine, slavery, sickness, sadness, death. All the things that we don't normally talk about on Christmas but are happening right now. Why? They're happening because as human beings, we can choose whatever we want. We're totally free. Even sitting in a jail cell, we're totally free because that's how we're made. We're not an accident. We're the product of a very careful design. We're beautiful creations thought up in the mind of an infinite being we call God, who made us for absolutely no other reason than to be in love relationship with us, to love us and to be loved by us, to share the perfection of his life. And we turned that deal down at some point in the past. We chose ourselves, we tried to be our own God. We still choose ourselves. We still try to be our own God. And that choice, that critical, critical choice, it creates an issue. Because if you try to be God and you're not, you break. So we're not meant to be the creator, we're meant to be a creation. And the proof of that break is in our very nature, what makes us, us. It's something that you can observe right now in the world. War, famine, slavery, Sickness, sadness, death. Either we choose those things or someone 
chooses them for us in this earthly life. And God sees all of that, and some people say, why doesn't he do something about it? And the answer is he did. Two millennia ago, when given the choice to do absolutely nothing, just let us die in this darkness of our own making, or step in, he chose to step in personally. Didn't have to. Chose to. The eternal word through whom all things were made, absolutely everything, took on himself what we broke and fixed it from the inside. He became the victim and the high priest so that he could offer the only thing that could heal us, himself. Nothing else could do it. When you love someone, when you truly authentically love someone, that's how you act. You know, we don't turn the blind eye or say, oh, maybe we'll get it right the next time. We just buckle down, decide to do what it takes to make it right, and we do it. This is what Jesus has done for us by choosing to be born here, in a poor family, in a damp cave, in ancient Israel. He's made it possible if we invite him into our hearts to be healed. Now, if we want, even if the darkness of the world comes into our lives, it can never take our life. Not truly, not forever. That's the context of celebrating Jesus' birth. The power of death itself has been swallowed up in the infinite power of that tiny little baby in a manger. If you haven't truly given your heart to that Jesus, the real one, the one that actually exists, if you haven't said, okay, heal me. Do to me what you came here to do. You can heal me, save me, you have my permission. This is a pretty great night to do it. It's a perfect night to do it. And if you have already, try doing it again. Not just once, but every day. Because making the decision to let the Savior save us, that's the beginning of the end of being worried about war. And it's the beginning of the end of being worried about getting sick. And it's the beginning of the end of feeling the weight of hopelessness. Those things, they'll still exist around us, but their power over us is permanently broken.